This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, August 22nd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Alley. Here's today's headlines. MFP checks in the mail. USDA staffers pull from tour. EPA makes progress on hemp and agencies sued over species rules. Here's a programming note before we begin. Daybreak will not be published next week. Publication will resume on Tuesday, September 3rd. In the mail, USDA's trade aid checks. USDA has started delivering payments under the 2019 Market Facilitation Program. Farm Service Agency Administrator Richard Fordyce tells AgriPulse about 200,000 farmers so far have applied for the program, which provides payments based on the department's county-by-county assessment of trade damage. Nearly 600,000 farmers signed up for the 2018 version of MFP, so enrollment in MFP 2.0 is certain to grow substantially before the December 6th sign-up deadline. Fordyce acknowledged some processing delays in the case of growers who are farming land they didn't rent or own in 2018. Those applications require additional verification. So what's next? Fordyce says FSA will announce the 2018-19 Disaster Assistance Program in the next few weeks. He says aspects of the program could be rolled out in a staggered fashion. Two provisions of the program, one cover for stored grain that was flooded and second to supplemental prevent plant payments, are new this year. USDA pulls crop specialists from tour after threat. The annual pro-farmer Midwest Crop Tour is continuing without the presence of officials from the USDA's National Agriculture Statistics Service. NAS employees, including Crops Branch Chief Lance Honig, were pulled from the private crop scouting tour yesterday after someone in Iowa believed to be a farmer phoned in a threat to a NAS employee. The tour was in Nebraska at the time. Andy Weber, CEO of Farm Journal, said in a statement that the crop tour, quote, has been a public service for the benefit of agriculture in good times and bad, and is clearly a stressful time right now. NASA Administrator Hubert Hamer said, as a precaution, we immediately pulled all of our staff out of the event. Federal Protective Services were contacted and are investigating the incident. The safety of our employees is a top priority. Keep in mind, NASA's come under sharp criticism for crop assessment this summer that critics consider to be too rosy. Participating in the Pro Farmer Tour was intended to allow the NASA officials to be on the ground and interact in person with the participating farmers and others on the tour. Tomato deal boosts hopes for USMCA. There's relief coast to coast following a new agreement to avoid tariffs on Mexican tomatoes. The deal also removes an issue that was a constant irritant during and after the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement negotiations. Mexico is a vital trading partner for American farmers and ranchers, American Farm Bureau Federation President Zippy Duvall said after Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross announced the tomato deal. He said, we need this agreement and are grateful uh, negotiators capitalized on the close relationship that exists between our two nations, Duvall added. We look forward to more progress on the trade front and are counting the days until the USMCA becomes law. The suspension agreement contains new reference prices to ensure Mexican tomatoes don't come into the U.S. at below market prices. This goes a long way to safeguard affordable prices for families at the grocery store and at the same time maintain our strong cross-border commerce. That the word of Senator Martha McSally, Republican of Arizona. 
EPA mulls hemp pesticide approvals. EPA will consider allowing 10 currently registered pesticides to be used on industrial hemp. The agency made the announcement uh, yesterday at the Hemp Production Field Day at the University of Kentucky. The dearth of crop protection products has been a concern for farmers eager to grow the crop. EPA hopes to approve the active ingredients, uh, which include nine bile pesticides for use by the 2020 growing season. So what's next? Well, the USDA interim final rule for hemp program is currently under interagency review and should be published by sometime this fall, according to officials. The National Credit Union Administration earlier this week issued a guidance for its members encouraging credit unions to thoughtfully consider whether they are able to safely and properly serve lawfully operating hemp-related businesses. Biodiesel backers look to avoid backseat in SRE fight. Soybean producers are appealing to President Donald Trump to pay attention to the biodiesel as the ethanol and oil fight surrounding small refinery exemptions raises on. It is becoming more difficult to understand why your administration is choosing to support higher profits for oil companies instead of providing some liability for farmers. That the word of Iowa Soybean Association President Lindsey Griner as he writes in a letter to President Trump. The state is the top biodiesel producer in the nation. The American Soybean Association and National Biodiesel Board also sent a letter detailing damages SREs have caused to producers. All three groups have asked to meet with the president. And by the way, Representative Cindy Axney of Iowa has asked the EPA Inspector General to investigate the agency's approval of waivers from the Renewable Fuel Standard. Administration sued over new ESA rules. Environmental groups are suing the Trump administration over a new endangered species accident of rules that they say will weaken protections for threatened and endangered wildlife. Federal wildlife agencies recently adopted regulations making broad changes to the ESA that include no longer granting threatened species the same protection as endangered species and making it less likely that suitable habitat, not currency unoccupied by species, would be designated as critical. The plaintiffs, who include the National Resources Defense Council and the Defenders of Wildlife, filed their lawsuit in the Northern District of California. Brazil's chicken farmers spurred on by Chinese demand. Brazilian farmers will be raising a lot more chicken next year as domestic demand continues to grow and China's appetite is expected to grow significantly. Brazilian chicken production is now forecast to expand uh, to nearly 14 million metric tons in 2020. That's a 2.5% increase from 2019, and China's exports are expected to increase by 5%. That according to a new analysis by the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. China still bans U.S. poultry, allegedly out of concerns over avian influenza, and that is not expected to change until the trade war between the two countries comes to an end. Here's today's He Said It. I am the chosen one. That President Trump looking toward the sky, talking to reporters about his mission to challenge the China trade practices. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, August 22nd. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, 
I'm Jeff Nelly.